Welcome to the Redemption Unveiled podcast, where we believe Christians should be the absolute leaders in relationship health. I get it. Relationships are stressful. They're hurtful and confusing. Most of us aren't even sure how to handle the painful betrayals or how to put up boundaries. However, we should feel confident in how we handle our relationship challenges. So be sure to join me every Wednesday on this podcast to become clear in how to handle these difficult things, which is key to living the life we are called to and feeling connected to the God that we love. Hi, I'm Haley. I'm so glad you're here. Let's get going. Welcome back to the podcast, and today we have a very fun guest. We are going to be talking with my sister, Ivy, but before we get started on that, I wanted to tell you that we are opening up the Redemption Unveiled private community for one day, November 1st, Tuesday, November 1st. I'm going to open up the community for 24 hours, and so if you have been thinking about it, this is the time to join. So go to redemptionunveiledcommunity.com. You can get on the list so that I will let you know when it opens and you do not miss it because it's one day only. And I think we can all agree it might be missed. So make sure and join it so that you don't miss it. Now let's welcome Ivy. Hello, Ivy. (laughs) Hello. (laughs) Welcome to the show. I am glad to be here. (laughs) Yeah, it's been a while. I kind of miss having you on. You've been a little busy. What have you been doing, Ivy? Well, I took a journey, as I always do. I'm always on a journey of something. But I created a human, and then I had the human. And now I'm four weeks into caring for my first son. Third human of your My third baby. And I will say I feel the most mentally stable that I've ever had at this point point at this juncture it's my (laughs) most mentally sane post baby experience so we're just so proud of you (laughs) get me go we're all giving you a nice applause (laughs) turns out time and experience actually does offer you a thing or two yeah and it turns out that having babies is really really hard I actually knew that round one no, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. Who oh, knew? Yeah. Like, it really you slapped me across the face. And you're like, wow, that was not easy. Yeah. yeah, having babies is, it's always been an emotional journey for me. One, I mean, as I've talked about before, it truly just brings the journey to perfectionism to a head because when no longer struggle, is perfection an option. I know. When, when you struggle dealing. perfectionism, which I'd say a lot of us do in some way. Yeah having children is a real challenge to that. So yeah, yeah, well, we're glad to have you here. Now, today we are going to talk about some of the struggle, kind of similarly, of just struggling as a Christian with the fact that we do struggle and we are human. And these things that God asks us to do are not easy. And it's just... I don't know. Maybe I talk about it too much, but I just think life is really hard. And I think Christianity is really challenging. And it kind of goes against all of our intuition, like our natural intuition. And so I wanted to have you on today so that we can just discuss it. Let's discuss it. Yeah, you know, life really is hard. And I feel like my first, especially my first 20 to 25 years, I really tried to figure out how to do life and escape 
the hardship. Like if I was doing it right enough and I wouldn't have to go, it wouldn't have to be, there was an equation that I could figure out where we skipped the hard parts. Right. And um, I don't know why or how I really came about to that conclusion, (laughs) especially now that you grow up and like I am diving more into the Bible just on a personal level and I see that every single one of these stories, like you know, like someone really did get eaten by a whale. Someone did really get thrown into a lion's den. And then, I mean, ultimately, Jesus did die on a cross. So I'm really confused as to how I did. I missed the whole life is hard <laughs> <laughs> lesson. Because I'm like, I thought if I followed God well, I would not have to do the hard part. I guess I just didn't look at Jesus's life. No, I agree. I don't know how that is. It's I don't know if it's somehow the way we were taught or if it's just our own takeaways. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know, but I was the same way. I was the same way where I would I would think, okay, I took the lesson. Now I will implement the lesson and I will avoid any difficulty. And I I talk about that. I, I don't know. I just think that a lot of us think that our faith is designed to avoid difficulty, but it's not. It's designed to equip us to handle difficulty. But but I don't know what that is that we get sucked into that. Like, oh, if I have this formula, then then God will take me around every obstacle. Yeah. Yeah. And honestly, sometimes um, I... Actually, I was just reading the Bible this morning. And Good for you. Wait, <laughs> actually, let me, let me just kind of stroll out. around the idea that I read the B-I-B-L-E this morning, guys. And I didn't even know I was going to be speaking today. I know. So, Yeah, so I'm really getting my life together a little bit more. But I will say, when I was previous years, I would read something And I'd be like, okay, we get it. Like, love the neighbor. Move on to the next lesson. Right. Or like, endurance. Or like, consider it pure joy when you face trials of many kinds because it will create endurance and endurance creates faith. And and then they say it again and again. And I'm like, guys, we got it in the last lesson. But yet I wasn't ever getting it. (laughs) So I'm like, and honestly, back to the love thing. I do need to be reminded that right. we have to love. Like, yes. And I actually do need it a thousand. Or like the reminder of do not worry. Oh, yeah. Or do not fear. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's a redundant it's a redundant book. And it's actually because we are humans that don't get it naturally. And we have we very short memories of the things that God does not just in the Bible, but for our own. I was laughing about my about this the other day. I was telling Carter that I had these few very specific moments that I remember, like praying for something and like promising God. Oh yeah, <laughs> that like oh. if he just does this thing, yeah. I will never yeah. ask. For another thing. And I was like, that is the biggest load of bull. Because about 30 seconds after I got the thing that I prayed for, oh, I was on to the next thing. And it was really the most important thing that I'd ever prayed for. Yeah. (laughs) It's like. 
I used to do, um, I mean, I did some bargaining back in the day, but whenever I realized that that wasn't working for me, I would just do like the strong arm. <laughs> so I'd be like, well, I will be doing this if you don't figure this out. So, um, and I will tell you, never have I recalled a moment where that actually worked for me. I was going to say, how did God re- respond to the strong arm? Yeah. The last strong arm I did, we had just bought a fixer up or three years ago. And I said, I will not move into my house until it is fully decorated and finished. (laughs) And that's a story for another podcast. But I'll tell you, I definitely lived in the house without it finished for two years. (laughs) To the extent that we didn't even have subfloor. We were walking on dirt and planks. And so (laughs) the strong arm really works for anyone who wants to implement that. I would not recommend the strong arm. It's not in the Bible for a reason. (laughs) No, I think that one of my biggest goals for Redemption Unveiled is to help people understand that walking with some of the uncertainty is the great invitation that we get to be people that says that actually we trust God more than we trust ourselves, And that is really weird because... I don't know, all of these things that we do, like you're saying, like the, the, the controlling, the things that we do to control, whatever it is, we all have our own ways to control our life. But yeah. all of these things are basically ways so that we can feel safe in our own way without surrendering to God, without surrendering to his time, without surrendering to these crazy things he asks us to do. You know, the not worrying, the forgiving, the trusting, the, you know, persevering, the considering it joy and during difficulty, all these things he asks us to do, which are so counterintuitive, but yet he asks us to do them because he knows how he created us. And he knows that yeah. we need a place in our life for the unsettled or for the humanity side of us. But I don't know, Christians, we want the humanity side gone. We want, there's this deep, there's this deep false invitation to become Christian robots. That's like, I trust God, I will do his plan. It's like, I don't think that's what God wants at all. It's the walking in relationship, but he knows how much it costs us. Yeah. Yeah. And you know what? That has been the biggest part of the community for me that has stuck out is that on the Thursday night Bible study. The Redemption Unveiled community. Yes. With your community that I we started a couple months ago. That has been the thing that has helped me so much is your the perspectives that you offer with some of the Bible study. You really dive into the characters of the Bible. You take Paul, you take Mary, and then you tell you tell the stories. But then we you also spend some time speculating the emotional journey that these people could actually be going on. You know, like the time Mary was sitting outside the building and said, Oh, just tell Jesus that I'm here, I'm his mother. And he's like, This is my family. You know, like who is my mother? <laughs> like and uh, one thing, like in that that week of the Bible study, you're like how embarrassing. Like, could you imagine? Can no. you imagine? Like, yeah. and that I has mean, been it makes such... me feel awkward. If I, if my kids were some kind of famous person and 100%. I went backstage saying, I'm VIP, I'm their mom, and my yeah. kid was like, no, I have the people I need right here, I would be 
Insert strong arm approach. (laughs) (laughs) Embarrassed and very angry. And my child would have heard it from me. But those those moments, I do love that. I mean, that's what I like about teaching the Bible is pulling it back from that false false veil, especially for those of us that have been raised in the Christian church and we've heard all these stories. It's so hard to really put yourself into the situation and realize, oh, wow, what would what would I do? Or what did she do? How did she feel? Yeah. I mean, I'm just saying there's no way she didn't have emotions about that. Yeah. And that is, I mean, I'm feeling a little bit embarrassed for her, yeah. even though this happened yeah. a little bit of time ago. <laughs> I know. And people are reading it centuries later, and we're not even... We just like, it's so easy to grow up and hear these stories about these people in the Bible and forget that they were real walking humans, right. like that, they, that this is not a movie that we're watching and they weren't just stoic creatures. Even Jesus, like when he went into the temple and turned the tables and, and like right in the garden, right before he, you know, was turned over yeah. and just like. Why? How much longer do I have to be with you people? Yeah, you know, and just the like the frustration of, how of hurt relationship he was by people. Yeah, and that's I mean, the goal of Redemption Unveiled is to teach Christians how to have the best relationships in the world. And the three types of relationships we have are the relationship with God, the relationship with others, and the relationships we have with ourselves. And with the community, what I really want to do is help busy women feel connected to God yeah, and not have that feeling like, because I don't like how so many Christians feel the Bible is unrelatable and not understood. And yeah. I will never sit here and say I'm some kind of biblical scholar, but humanity and relationships is my expertise, like is yeah. my passion. Yeah. It's my obsession. And to read these things and say, let's take a step back from feeling like we have to study it like a, you know, an exam that we're going to have. Let's look into it and say, let's look at relationships and say, what, what was this human going through? And in that way, the Bible is so relatable. And Mm -hmm. that, that is a huge thing that I want to help women kind of cut through where they don't feel so disconnected from their own faith. I don't like that. I don't like how so many of us separate we have like our Christian brain and then our norm, like our living brain, like just our normal life brain. Yeah. And I think that my heart is to be able to help Christian women learn how to implement their faith and all of these things that God teaches us into not just, you know, my community, but into their relationships that they have. So that everything you're going through, all the difficulty you're going through, all the the personal things you're going through become this place that God is all over it. You yeah. know, like, yeah. and that's where I so want people to understand the connection to how you handle your relationships will literally change whether you feel close to God or not. Because a lot of people don't see that connection with, you know, how are you handling your relationship with your sister-in-law or with your friend that's hurt you? How does that connect back to your relationship with God and your relationship with yourself? Because they're so connected and it's the greatest, it's the greatest gift once we realize how truly easy it is to feel connected to God. 
once you start implementing these crazy things he asks you to do because you can't do any of them. So you have to rely so much on him. Yeah, for sure. Just relying on that connection and actual community. But that's one thing. And I would even venture to say, I mean, when you're looking at your relationship with yourself, your relationship with God and your relationship with others, you truly cannot actually understand any of your relationships with others until you understand your relationship with yourself and with your God. Yeah. Or accurately. Right. Like, I mean, you might be able to think you understand your relationship with your sister or with your boss or so on, so forth, anyone, but... Until I truly understand myself, and I can't fully understand myself from like a place of love and grace, if I don't understand my relationship with my God, then we can't sit down and evaluate how our other relationships are accurately going. Right. I mean, we can, but accurately, you know, like and truly from a genuine perspective. Where Jesus says, love others as you love yourself. Yeah. Well, that's kind of the problem. That's it. I mean, because a lot of Christians do not love themselves. That so is the we problem. have people yeah. that are loving others as they love themselves, which this is just not great. No. Like, no. Because at, when it comes to relationships, this is a huge, huge thing that all of us need to know. But we should never have relationships based on how someone else treats us. Like, that's this as a Christian. Yeah. But. Unfortunately, that's how people do it. Like, oh, oh yeah. well, how you treat me is how I treat you. Or, oh, you you talked bad about me. Now I can talk bad about you. You weren't kind to me. Now I don't have to be kind to you. You, you know, did this to me. I can do this to you. It becomes this real, how you treat me is how I'll treat you. Yeah. And so it, it's a real, it's a real sadness to me that Christians don't have the best relationships in the world. Because honestly... Yeah. I, I see it and we are given everything we need to have the best relationships with God, the best relationships with others, and the best relationships with ourselves. Like there should not be a Christian in the world that struggles with self-esteem. Yeah. But yet we all understand the journey that that takes because it's not that simple. Mm-hmm. But it should be the majority of Christians have taken or are taking that journey and are confident you know, with their own self. And then in that place of self-confidence and self-wholeness, we are rocking the ability to love other people that don't deserve it, that have screwed us over, that are not, you know, respectful to us, that say bad things about us, but we don't need them to validate who we are because we know who we are, Mm -hmm. you know? Yeah. And, you know, I feel like you do a good job at really, like, with the Monday mindset, like you really do a good job at reminding. Just like it's, it starts my week off in a way that just reminds me that I have to understand. Like I, I can only look at my relationship with myself and my God. Those are really the only right. two things that I actually have control over. Right. The other misunderstandings along the way, I got to work on my end of those deals. Right. Like I have, I have a responsibility, whether I have been mistreated or whether I have been, you know, wronged or whether I have wronged someone else. I can only truly sit back and evaluate how I am going to move forward in that dynamic. When I started the community, my heart was to have that. Monday podcast be kind of a starting point because I don't know I feel like 
after the weekend, sometimes my mornings on Mondays get a little bit weird. Like I've got a lot to do. What should I do? Who am I? You know, yeah. what do I yeah. believe? Yeah. You know, yeah. it's like you're do almost I have just, a purpose. Yeah. It's so yeah. I always felt like I like to have that quick Monday reminder. Like, remember, we're staying focused this week. We have a purpose this week. Remember this, like almost just that it's, you know, it's short. It's only 10 to 13 minutes, but it's a very, okay, remember you have a purpose. You have a mission. Don't get distracted. Yeah. And so when I started the community, I knew like I wanted to have that every Monday. Let's start the week off. Right. Yeah. And, and sometimes it's just you normalizing a situation, like you normalizing that it's, there's aspects of this walk with God that are embarrassing. Are you normalizing that there's aspects that are just so hard and challenging? And the like, even like today, the podcast was about just how the weight is so hard. And yeah, sometimes it's God. not just for two days, it's for years. Mm-hmm. And in the midst of those years, other painful things are happening. And it's this whole walk with God truly does cost us something. It's Mm -hmm. not just a yellow brick road of golden joy. And, you know, and I think for me, like growing up, I was always like honed in on my perfectionism and control issues, but I've also always been identified as an overly sensitive person. And which also just means I'm just very emotional. I'm, I feel hard. I love hard. I have strong anger I have I mean I have all the emotions and I feel them all deeply and that was always something in my relationship with God that I felt like I needed to get straightened out before I served the world Mm -hmm. and really the closer I get to God and the closer I get to my relationship with myself it's no I mean that's not going anywhere Mm -hmm. you being a very emotional being is the way I was created Mm-hmm. And looking at some of these stories in the Bible where you humanize these characters and like even David, like he was constantly mourning, ripping his clothes, throwing himself on the <laughs> ground. And I'm like, that's my type of person, you know, <laughs> like let's throw our bodies on the ground and let's do some crying, <laughs> and, you know, like some ripping of things. <laughs> and that's really me too. And I always had shame for that, of that I am an emotional being. And if I was really going to serve God well, I needed to be stoic in my perseverance, stoic in my pure joy. What I say a lot, and I say it because I mean it, we are not robots. And there is this invitation in the Christian culture to, to be a robot and to create robots. Like, here's the rules, do it, don't question it, and just move move on your way and that is not at all what God intended it's not what he wants he doesn't want us to detach ourselves from the cost he doesn't want us to detach ourselves from our desires he wants us to get real get really real on who we actually are and then as we walk towards who he's called us to be or to the promises who he's created us to be actually becomes revealed. It's not this, I am going to do this now because I don't care. It's yeah. like, no, this is this is the worst thing I've ever done. I hate it. I'm so afraid. I'm full of anxiety and I'm doing it because God has asked me to, to do it. And as I do it and I say that fear is not my God, yeah. he heals me and he's with me the whole time and he's proud of me. And it's just this 
I don't know, it's so exciting. It's so exciting to live life with God. And all I want is to help women understand that you do not have to feel like you are not enough or that you aren't doing enough or that you have to have your 30 minutes every day of reading the Bible and journaling to before you start your day to be in a good place with God. Like yeah. I want Christian women to know that they can feel connected to God, even if they're busy and that they, that their life and the things that they feel and the emotions they have are not a problem. They're actually part of the things that God wants to use to fulfill it, the purpose and destiny that we have on our life. So I don't know. It just, it gets really exciting to me when people understand that. (laughs) Yeah. And, you know, I think the sad part is, is like what those, what those religious robots often end up doing is they, they try to hurry up and skip the emotional journey. So those, those robots are out there saying like, oh, well, it was just all in God's plan or heaven needed an angel or all, you know, just like things that are like, well, let's get a good phrase here and skip all the really a difficult grief or like, hey, this is super awkward that this happened and it feels unexplainable. Um, let's say a robot phrase and Absolutely. move on. Yeah. Because we're all uncomfortable here. Right. And I think that really, I mean, that's the, that's the aspect of God that has been so comforting to me in my last couple years of the journey is that he actually wants to sit there and cry with you over the brokenness of this world. And he actually does want you to express yourself. He wants you to share your anger if you feel lonely or if you feel abandoned. He wants mm-hmm. you to talk it out. He wants he wants an actual relationship. And yeah. he in order to have an actual relationship, you actually have to discuss your emotions. You don't get to curate them and then just call them into being. Right. Unfortunately, you Absolutely. actually have to feel them all the way through. And I mean, you just see it all over the Bible of I mean, think about even Peter, you know, the way God had to approach him after he rose from the dead of just the shame and of denying him. And you see these emotional connections that, or you, we have the opportunity to read about these emotional connections. Mm -hmm. But so often growing up, I always read it without the emotion. Mm -hmm. This was just two people taking care of business, forgiving (laughs) the sin and the denial, and then he moved on and had a great ministry. You know, and you're like, like, okay, that is a robot way of reading that story. Like, no, Peter didn't want I mean, like, he was super ashamed of what he did, and he didn't know how Jesus was going to. Right. Absolutely. Absolutely. As we wrap up here, as you know, Ivy, I'm actually going to open up my community here in a couple weeks, um, November 1st, for one day only. And so you actually chose to join the community right from the start. And what would you say? Like if somebody says, I don't know what this community is about or why would I want to join? What would you say to why would someone want to join the community and what has it given you in your life? Well, I would say that if you truly want to be a part of a community in the real world, you have to be able to understand your relationship with yourself and your relationship with your God. And this community takes a moment 
every Monday and every Thursday to hone in on those relationships in your life, challenge you, but then also give you this open door to be a human and not be a robot. And in order to be a part of any community, you don't want to be the robot person. You want to be yourself and you, that's the only way you can truly be accepted in the world. And I feel like it, this community has helped me just, it gives me that, those weekly reminders of getting myself back on track of I'm responsible for accepting myself. And in order to accept myself, the best way to do that is to see myself through God's eyes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I love that. Awesome. Well, thank you for joining me and I will see you next week. Thanks for having me. Bye. Thank you for joining me. As always, I love having you here. Don't forget, if you have a relationship right now that's confusing and hurtful, you can download your free relationship guide at yourbetrayalguide.com. And also, I want to encourage you to remember that God has a plan for you. He has a plan for your relationships. He has a path for you, okay? Don't forget that. As always, I appreciate it if you would leave me a review and find me on socials. I'll see you guys next time. Bye.